I'm feeling a little bit mic shy because it's been so long since I've last recorded, but I'm also feeling a really big warm welcome back to myself. So welcome back to season two. This marks the beginning of season two of Breathe Into, which was a sound journey that I started last year, and it's brought me to this point in my life where I almost feel like something's missing when I'm not recording. I don't know if this is a feeling that will last forever, but I felt like there's been a bit of a void and I was trying to fill it with other things and I kept feeling like I kept feeling like I was meant to be doing something else when really all I needed to do was sit and think and listen to my thoughts and then transmute them into a beautiful sound journey for you to listen to. And that's why I'm back today. That's how I ended up back here. I didn't expect for there to be seasons, but it felt like where I left off, it was an end of a cycle, not only just for myself, but it was an an end of a season as it was at the tail end of winter. But I felt there was a lot of stagnant energy behind this medium that I've created. And I want to bring forth new energy and bring forth the new energy that I've been feeling inside of myself. I feel like The podcast has so much potential and I don't want to give up on the potential that I feel. And I was reaching a point where I felt really stagnant. I felt really stuck. I didn't really know where to go from there. And I feel like now I'm giving myself a nice clean slate and instead of just completely ending things, I can begin again in in a new and beautiful way. Such marks the return of Breathe Into, and a big welcome into the next cycle, the next journey of this series. In the time that I've been gone, I feel like I've changed in so many ways, in so many good ways, and I've let go of a lot of things that I've been harboring inside of myself. I recently went through something pretty intense. I lost a part of myself that I wasn't really expecting to lose, and it was really difficult. And recently, I've been able to source my energy and feel a new sense of vitality within myself. Although I went through a pretty dark period where I lost a part of myself and had to continue on piecing things together, even though I didn't know how. I've come out on the other side and everything is brighter. Everything is beautiful. Everything seems to be covered in this morning dew. It feels like the moment in the morning when you wake up and you go outside and all of the flowers and the grass and the trees are covered in the morning dew and everyone's just waking up together and we are all reaching for the sun again. That's what this feels like. I really do feel like I've closed out a cycle of myself and with the start of this new season, with spring budding and... With the flowers blooming, the super bloom, and the eclipse coming up, I feel that there are a lot of sources for our energy to prosper. I feel like there is a lot of change that we can welcome into our lives, as there always is, but this is just a really powerful time. And using this time to fuel what we need to fuel in our lives is really special and really important. I feel like this winter was a really tough season. It was really cold, it was really dark, physically and mentally. The winters that we experience physically and also within ourselves 
are necessary to push us forward and to allow us to see what we no longer want to carry with us as we go forward about our spring and our summer seasons. I want to go forward into these new seasons with an open mind, and I invite everyone listening to do the same, to go about your days with an open mind, to seek each day and welcome each day with an open mind. That seems to be the theme of today's return. Winter was a really tough and dark season where it felt, where a lot of the time it just felt confusing. I think collectively during the winter time, we all feel sluggish and a little bit confused and everything just feels dark. But as we're coming towards this spring season, there is a lot of uncomfortable shape shifting that we need to do. There is a shape shifting that is happening within all of us, and it's a little bit uncomfortable for a moment when the days start to get longer and even though it feels like it's something we've been yearning for all winter season long the days get longer and we start to wonder all of this new energy that we have all of this life force where do we put it when the spring season starts to come upon us that we start to ask ourselves these questions where do i want to be putting this energy because we are pumped full of so much fresh and new energy but it's not always easy to know where do we want to put this energy where do we want to invest our time where do we want to invest ourselves it's no coincidence that we go through this winter season and we shed a lot we are not going to come out on the other side the same person things are going to change and when spring comes along when we get this burst of energy it can be confusing. It can be a little overwhelming too. And I find that there is a lot of overwhelming feelings within myself because there are so many new things happening all at once. And I find myself struggling to be in this many places all at once. How do we balance our time? How do we balance ourselves? How do we face this new energy in a welcoming way rather than feeling anxious and overwhelmed. Because I think it can be really easy to forget that spring is here to help us and it's giving us that push that we need. Sometimes it can feel a little bit aggressive. I think that there is a big romanticization of spring and all of the beauty and the good that it brings. But it's not easy. Changing of seasons is not easy because... When there is a change of a season, there is change within ourselves, there's change within our lives, there's change within our routines, and that can be a little bit uncomfortable. It can cause a little bit of disruption, and where do we flow from there? Not knowing where to put my energy is something that I think about on a daily basis, because I'm constantly trying to put my energy in places that will serve me. But sometimes in order to know where to put my energy, I just need to sit still. And it can be difficult for me to do that when the spring is so happening and I want to be out there. I want to be experiencing everything. So it's in moments like that where I need to remind myself to come back and sit still. And that doesn't look the same for everyone. But really what I'm getting at is there needs to always be a return to self which is the big theme, the overarching theme of why we're here today. 
to talk about the return to self and to feel into what does it mean to return to ourselves. This really just came to me as a very big download as I was sitting with myself and wondering why my energy felt so chaotic. And I came to realize it was that I was putting myself in all of these new places all at once. I'm in a new place, surrounded by new people, and there's a big disruption in my routine, and it's something that I'm not used to. Within all of that, it's been difficult for me to do all of the things that keep me grounded, that keep me safe within myself, advocating that I need that extra time alone, I need to be taking care of myself, and spending moments in silence. It's something that I found is vital to my energy. It's vital to my personality. And I think because recently I've been surrounded by so many new people, it's been taking a lot out of my life force. It's it's been really good for me to get out of my comfort zone and to be surrounded by this many new people and learning more about myself in group settings and learning more about how I show up for others, how I show up for myself. It's been a really big learning curve and a huge process. When there is so much change happening, I often feel a little bit overwhelmed because I get this itch to go to the extremes and feel like I need to hibernate again, but that's not always the case. A return to self doesn't always mean that I need to be doing all of the same things in all of the same ways. And it's something that I had to discern for myself and decide that, okay, I can change and I can adapt and I can flow with this new routine, with this new energy, with being with new people and spending more time with people and having those connections. A return to self for me looks like showing up in those spaces, remembering exactly who I am. Showing up in those spaces and not feeling pressure to show up as anyone except for myself. And I think I've noticed that it can be hard for me to do that and it can also be hard for others to do that. And we're all just kind of struggling together to show up as ourselves because a lot of the time we're not really sure who we are. Who is it that I want to show up as today? Who am I today? I think we're such multifaceted human beings and I get caught up in this loop that I need to be a certain type of person. I need to like certain things and do certain things a certain way, but I'm allowing myself a lot more fluidity and getting rid of that notion inside of my head. And that is part of what my return to self feels like, just remembering how good it can feel to be vulnerable with myself and vulnerable with others and not feeling the need to hold back for the sake of being a certain type of person. When you authentically show up exactly as who you are, I think it feels less draining to be in a big group of people. A return to self doesn't mean you're going back or that you're regressing into an old version or a past version of yourself. What a return to self really means is coming home. It feels like coming home. And if you think about your home, it's not always going to have the same things inside of it. It's not always going to look the same. But you know the energy 
that you receive when you step back inside of your home. If you've been on a long vacation or you've been working a lot all week and you haven't been able to be home and then that moment comes where you step back inside your home and you just feel safe, hopefully. Or even if it's not your home, maybe it's a room or just a space where it's primarily your energy. That's really what returning to yourself feels like. It feels like just coming back into your energy. I find that a return to myself looks like remembering that I am someone who loves to spend time alone and loves to spend time in nature and loves to just sit and be and reflect and sit with my feelings and journal and just enjoy all of the physical sensations of being in this human body and to nourish my body with things that feel good to me, with foods that feel good to me and colors that feel good and music that feels good, clothing my body with materials that make me feel most like myself and getting enough sleep and entering into the dream realm and recording my dreams in the morning, having an extended morning routine and an extended night routine that involve a lot of cleansing and candles and oils and things that just make me feel like myself again. And on top of all of that, I think with all of this new spring energy, going out into the world and collecting what it is that you want to cultivate for yourself, constantly tapping back in and asking yourself, where do I want my energy to be? How do I want to feel when I come home? How do I want to feel? How do I want to feel throughout my day? Who do I want to be surrounded with? What types of feelings do I want to feel? Do I want to feel warm? Do I want to feel cold? Do I want to feel heard? Do I want to feel seen? Asking yourself all of these questions and seeing what comes up can be a really powerful tool to help you throughout your days. And it may seem a little bit silly asking yourself questions like, do I want to feel cold or do I want to feel warm? But if you think about your days, Truly, what really matters are the little things. Having a hot beverage, having a cold beverage. Who do you want to talk to? Do you want to talk first thing in the morning? Do you want silence? Do you want music? All of these things are subliminally affecting our energy and affecting our days, which affect our weeks, which affect our months and our years and our lives. So these are the questions that we do need to be asking ourselves because we can get really caught up in the spring of things, literally, and we'll find ourselves next year, next winter, reflecting on what we've done and where we've been and finding that we didn't even actually do things for ourselves that we wanted to do. Talking too much or we spent too much of our time listening to so much background noise. So check in with yourself. When things feel hectic, when they feel chaotic, check in with yourself and ask, is this what I want right now? Do I want to be feeling this way? It can be such simple things, but if you find yourself answering, no, this is not how I want to feel, then you can move forward from there. It's okay to answer this is not what I want. It's really necessary because we will find ourselves in situations where we say, this is not what I want. This is not where I want to be. This is not how I want to feel. 
What can we do to get ourselves feeling how we do want to feel? How is it that we even want to feel? These are really important questions and I think they get overlooked in the in the wave of things and the way that we live our lives and how fast-paced they are. And we just go about our days and sometimes we don't think about what it is that we really want. There are days, there are maybe weeks and months where we go through those periods of like of feeling this is just what we have to do, but what I'm really getting at is that returning to yourself is being able to ask yourself those questions and ask yourself what it is that you really want. And it can come from a place of privilege because not all of us have the time or the resources or the capability to be asking ourselves those questions. But as long as we're aware that we deserve to be asked that, either by ourselves or by someone in our lives that's in our support system, How do you want to return yourself and what does a return to yourself really look like? Our spirits can get lost in the whirl of things. Our spirits can get lost in not getting enough of what we want or enough of what we need. And it can end up in this extreme where we just fall off the ledge and we completely lose ourselves. And it can be really hard to come back from that. So a small check in here and there, like, just holding your heart throughout the day and being and asking is do I feel good do I feel sustained do I feel satiated do I feel safe I found myself in a lot of situations where I just need to step back take a deep breath check in with myself and it's not crazy you're not weird it should be normalized to have those moments throughout your day or throughout your week where you're advocating for yourself it can be really easy to forget And then it projects onto our relationships with others. Because when we're not checking in with ourselves and we're expecting other people to do it, maybe we're not actually expecting them, but maybe you get upset with your partner for not showing up in the ways that you need, but you're not even showing up for yourself in the way that you need. Because you can't always be there for yourself in the ways that you need, and that's completely understandable. Because life is hard and things come up. But when you do find that you have a little bit of extra energy, you have a little bit more of your life force, we're taking more energy from the sun, we're getting more hours in the day, we're getting more chances to check in with what we want and where we want to be, to tap into how we really want to be feeling. It all comes back to what we want to feel. In the physical world, there is so much simulation, so much that we can be asking of. And it goes back a little bit to when we spoke about manifestation and asking for things in the physical realm. But what it all really comes back down to is how do you want to feel in moments of weakness, in moments of joy? How do we want to feel? How do we want to be taken care of? And we go about our lives with a viewpoint of what is it that I want to feel rather than how do I want to be perceived? How do I want other people to make me feel? Because we can't really control those things and those are not things that we should be controlling. The main thing that we can control is how we feel. 
because a slew of things can happen, a multitude of things can happen throughout our days and weeks and lives. And the one thing that we have control over is how we feel. And being in control of how you feel is directly tied in how you come home to yourself every single day, how you come home to yourself in moments of weakness, how you come home to yourself, how you return to yourself when you're not all there. How do you return to yourself when your life is feeling chaotic, when you're feeling overwhelmed? Where are the places that you go? How can you connect back to the parts of yourself that are truly you? I think making a list or making something in your notes app where you just kind of keep track of what gives you energy, what is feeding your life source. What are those moments where you just feel so at peace? Where are places that you can go? Who are people you can talk to? Foods that you can eat? Plants that you can connect with? trees that you can talk to even just a space or a time alone with yourself for 10 minutes a day come home to yourself and it becomes a lot easier to tap in with your feelings and be able to control how you're feeling in any given situation because you're really tapped into how you're feeling rather than tapped into how everyone else is feeling and how they're feeling about you, how they're perceiving you, any comparison that may be happening. I find that when you have a really strong foundation with yourself, when you know the things that you can do to make you come home almost instantly in any given situation, even if you're out and about and you're in a group of people, Finding that one thing, finding that one place you can go mentally or having a scent that you can smell, something you can hold, even just putting a hand on your heart, doing all of these things are an instant return to yourself. And then you can come back and control your feelings and feel less overwhelmed by the physical stimulation of life and by other human beings and what their thoughts and feelings are because we're all just a collection of each other's energy so what energy do you want to bring to the table i feel like i've asked a lot of questions today but these are a lot of questions that we can be asking ourselves in order to feed our life force and feel a lot more excited about spring rather than feeling overwhelmed When you have days where you're not completely there, when you are being pulled in a million different directions, I think that those days feel really hard because you're not really there with yourself. You're in this human body, but you're not there. And that's a really difficult thing to experience. And I've been experiencing a lot of those days in the past month most of March, I felt like I was experiencing a little bit of that. And now that I feel that I've reached a place where I'm back in control and I'm checking in with myself more and I'm making sure that the small things that I do on a daily basis, like what I eat and what I'm eating my food out of and the colors that I'm consuming, what I see when I wake up every single day, what I look at, what I'm listening to on a daily basis, 
what I'm smelling and who I'm seeing, all of these small things that are contributing to my overall state of being. I'm really nitpicking and I think this is a good thing to be nitpicky about. You should be nitpicky about it, I think, especially in your own home, especially in your home, inside of yourself, in your human body. You should be very nitpicky about what stays and what goes. So in this new season, in this new cycle, I'm really excited to be coming back with fresh energy and with a true, truly grounded state of being and a really open mind to everything that is to come in this next journey. I think this upcoming season, this upcoming spring and summer, and this upcoming season of life is going to be full of vitality and fresh energy and newness that's going to take us so many places and help us heal so much more and bring us to places that we didn't even know we were going and bring us to places that we had no idea or no concept that they even existed. And that's what's so exciting. And this is a really exciting and exhilarating time. I'll close us out today with a very special quote from the oracle card that I pulled before recording. The card is open mind. Replace the old cycle with a new and exciting one. I pulled this card right before I started recording, already knowing that I was going to be talking all about new energy and and ending cycles and creating new ones, which was a really beautiful moment for me. And the card is beautiful itself. This is a quote by Rumi. Oh, you with feet willing to move and a mind that is closed. Life rises in one who knows to open the mind as the river flows. When you change an old, comfortable belief, you might feel uneasy and afraid for a time. This can make you feel vulnerable and unsure. Know that there is great value, freedom, and kindness in learning and listening to views other than your own. By opening your mind to new ideas, you will give yourself the chance to explore a broader variety of options. You may not choose to change your belief, but be assured that this attitude opens you to the possibilities and helps you to cooperate with others. You are at the beginning of a breakthrough. Set sail for a new horizon. Beautiful. Happy spring season. Spring is in full force. I hope you get to stop and smell the flowers and see the blooms and connect with this beautiful energy that is coursing through earth right now. Collectively, we're all here experiencing a beautiful spring season together. I think this new cycle of life really is calling us to keep an open mind. An open mind is always helpful to have, but especially as we are beginning this new cycle and and creating new stories and rewriting old stories. An open mind can take us so many places. I think an open mind is really what we all need right now to not close us off to any possibility and to allow that to take us exactly where we need to be, even if we don't know where that is. An open mind is the exact thing that we need as we return to ourselves, as we return to ourselves in a new way, 
keeping an open mind to whatever comes up, to whatever decides to show face and show us that this is our return. This is who we are. This is our power. This is our life force. And this is the journey that we're creating for ourselves. So let's close out today as we always do. Deep breath in. And out. Release all the tension that you have been carrying. Releasing everything from our past cycle. And allowing all of the new energy to flow in. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time.